Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast special edition series where I go over every team's off-season um, preview and predictions. And this is the seventh of 32 episodes of this. And now we are at the Cincinnati Bengals. We will talk about their free agents to be, their team needs, their franchise tag candidate, trade candidate, release candidate, extension candidate, Best draft fit, best free agent fit, and a bold prediction at the end of the show. So let's get going with the Bengals. There are a couple of big-name free agents to be on this team. Um, we have T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jonah Williams, Drew Sample, DJ Reader, Chidobe Awuzie, and then you have an exclusive rights free agent in Jake Browning, who was awesome for them after Joe Burrow got hurt at times. So team needs wide receiver, offensive tackle, tight end, defensive tackle. This team is pretty pretty good. Um, so they really don't have many needs. And obviously... This team did not make the postseason this past year because of their quarterback getting injured. But um, So they do have a ready-made team for uh, Joe Burrow to come back to. Um, so the franchise tag candidate has to be T. Higgins. Um, T. Higgins is a big part of their offense. He is expected to get the tag. Um, he's their best player that's going to be a free agent. He's a big part of that offense. Um, I remember when they drafted him out of Clemson, I knew that he was going to be an impact guy for Joe Burrow. He is a great number two receiver, if not the best number two wide receiver in the league. Um, one of the best, certainly one of the more durable guys as well. Um, so I would franchise tag T. Higgins, of course. If I am Cincinnati. Um, trade candidate. I'm going to say Jake Browning. Um, and this is because of what he showed. Down the stretch this past season. With the exception being that disastrous Pittsburgh game. On that Saturday. I believe it was the Saturday before Christmas Eve. And that was the game where it turned around for Pittsburgh. And they ended up in the playoffs. Um. But um, I do think Jake Browning is a trade candidate. I could see them uh, doing like some sort of sign-and-trade deal. I know they have their um, his rights, and I could see them trading him to a team that needs an above-average backup like the Jets or a team that needs a starter that, um, you know, may not be able to trade up for one. Maybe the Raiders or the Broncos, if they get rid of Ross, um, maybe, um, I almost said Seattle, but they have Locke and, uh, Gino. Um, but yeah, a team that maybe has an injury prone quarterback that, um, could use like a backup, like, Kyler Murray deserves a better backup quarterback. He had Josh Dobbs, but they traded him. Um, but I could see um, 
Browning being traded, especially to a team like the Jets, who need a above-average backup quarterback for Rodgers in case something happens to Rodgers again. So, I do think that Browning would be in high demand for a backup, and I could see him going for, like, a fourth-round pick or something like that. Like, I could see him getting um, the Bengals' return maybe even better than what San Francisco got for Trey Lance, which is saying something, you know? Um, release candidate. I'm going to say Alex Coppa, the guard. Um, he's a little bit older. Um, he is somebody that... Um, has, um, I know he's still young. He's a Super Bowl champ with the Bucks, And he signed a four-year deal. Um, and, um, he did um get hurt in the playoffs in 2022, his first year at the Bengals. But I could see them doing uh, um, a cut with Alex Kappa. He's almost 30. Um, or not almost, he'll be 30 next year. But I thought Alex Kappa was a lot older than that. But I can also see it being Ted Karras, who's 30. And he signed 3 for 18 in free agency in 2022. But I could see the guard getting cut, Kappas. But I don't feel strong about it. I was tempted to say Orlando Brown. But they just signed him last year. So I cannot see that. Or maybe it'll be Jermaine Pratt or somebody like that. But there was a hard one to pick a uh, release candidate on the Bengals. But by the way, when I bring when I reveal my release candidates, I'm not predicting that the particular player is necessarily going to be released. I just look at that and say, I wouldn't be surprised if this name gets released. Unless the bold prediction is so-and-so gets released, which that's going to happen in a couple podcasts, so I'm not giving it away um, right now. Um, an extension candidate, this is very easy, Jamar Chase. Um, Jamar Chase is one of the best receivers in football. Jamar Chase is electric. Jamar Chase is besties of Joe Burrow, and he's going to be a Bengal for as long as Joe Burrow's there. He's a mega monster. He is really somebody that um, would match up with every other team's WR1. Like Tyreek Hill um, and C.D. Lamb, Debo Samuel. Um, A.J. Brown, like all these guys, like Jamar Chase is there in the conversation. Of course, his uh, former teammate Justin Jefferson at LSU as well. But 
Jamar Chase is going to get handsomely paid, ridiculously paid, and I just think he is one of the easiest extension candidates on the board for any team. Draft fit, we're sticking at the same position. Troy Franklin, um, Tyler Boyd's a free agent and so is T. Higgins, but I think they franchise Ty Higgins. They're going to have to replace Tyler Boyd somewhere. I don't think he'll return to the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know who will sign him. I might have to figure that one out on my own. But Troy Franklin, to me, would be a really good fit with Cincinnati. Um, Big play guy. Just add yet another talented wide receiver to that group that they have put together with him, Higgins, and... Chase, like imagine those three with Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. That would just be a scary offense. And I just think that makes some sense. Chris Breswell makes some sense for them as well. Um, In the my mock draft, I have J.C. Latham going there. That makes sense too because of the loss, potential loss of Jonah Williams. Um. Jordan Morgan makes sense for the Bengals. Amarius Mims makes some sense. Um, Darius Robinson. Leonard Taylor III. Chop Robinson makes sense. Tyler Guyton. Graham Barton out of Duke. Jonah Ellis out of Utah. There's a lot of guys that project to be late first round, early second round guys, that would be really good fits on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Free agent fit, Dalton Schultz. Um, He is one of the more underrated free agents in my mind. He was a big help to the Houston Texans turnaround to get them to the postseason. He was a big part of the Cowboys offense with Dak when he was there, and he would be an upgrade over Drew Sample at tight end, who is going to be a free agent, and we know Dalton Schultz is. So him in Cincinnati, again, like just building more around that scary offense with Joe Burrow coming off the injury. So the thought of Dalton Schultz in that offense, he's an upgraded tight end, obviously. So could you imagine? My God. Like that offense would be unstoppable. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, um, Troy Franklin, Dalton Schultz. Joe Mixon, and then Chase Brown backing them up with Burrow and then that offensive line, and maybe they um, sign somebody in free agency to replace Jonah Williams, or maybe they re-sign Jonah Williams, who knows. But could you imagine? That would just be a scary proposition of Dalton Schultz on this team as well. So my bold prediction for the Bengals this offseason Jamar Chase will reset the market for young wide receivers with his inevitable extension. Um, He'll get paid this summer, if not sooner, and it's going to reset the market. Him and then a certain other wide receiver that we're going to get to a couple podcasts away are going to blow up and reset how wide receivers are going to get paid. And the Cowboys are going to be paying attention with CD with this as well. And so will the Dolphins with Jaden Waddle. And some of the other teams with really good young wide receivers are going to be watching this. And 
Sometimes it's maybe better off to trade the good young wide receiver before they get paid. Like, we saw that with Tyreek Hill with the Chiefs, but Tyreek Hill turned out to be Ewing theory as the Chiefs ended up winning two Super Bowls without him. So, um, yeah, sometimes it may work out for the better if they trade the young wide receiver, but the Bengals can't afford to lose Jamar Chase, bar none. He's outstanding. And they're going to pony him up with this monster contract that is absolutely going to blow up and reset the wide receiver market. And everyone is going to be talking about it. All right, potential futures with the Bengals. Um, The Bengals, I think, were like 15-1 to 1 or 12-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl next year, which isn't bad. I would take that. I would. With Burrow coming back, granted, they're in the tougher conference facing the homes and well, guess what? They're the only team that's proven the beat in Mahomes in the AFC since Mahomes has been in his prime other than Brady. But um, recently, they're the last team to beat the, the Chiefs in the postseason. So, of course, uh, the Bengals have a chance. They're probably not going to be favored in their own division, which is unfortunate because of the Ravens' presence. So... And obviously the Ravens were the one seed, so you would think the Ravens are going to be favored in that division. But the Bengals might be over 2-1 to one to win that division, and that would just be outstanding value. Granted, Joe Burrow coming off the injury, but it's still Joe Burrow. It's still the Bengals, and they're super talented. Zach Taylor is not a terrible coach, but if that team underachieves with Burrow, Next year, that could be a Bilicek team. We're going to be talking about teams that could end up with Bilicek on the podcast as I go through these teams that might have a coach in the hot seat. We talked about the Bills. We talked about the Bears. And now um, the Bengals have to be mentioned as a dark horse candidate for Belichick or Vrabel if um, the Bengals miss the postseason and say Burrow... Um, is back, but they still miss because um, a couple of free agent stuff doesn't work out, and the Ravens are awesome, and the Browns and the Steelers are better. So um, that's another dark horse Belichick team to watch for. Um, Joe Burrow MVP, which to see what those odds are. That's probably going to be like 18 to 1 or something like that. I've bet it at anything over 14 to 1. I really would. And Jamar Chase for Offensive Player of the Year is a fun one. That would be a long shot um, that I would consider taking. And even Joe Mixon for Offensive Player of the Year as well as a potential long shot at running back for them. Um, To me, they really don't have any good candidates for Defensive Player of the Year. But Offensive Rookie of the Year, say if they were to add Troy Franklin, like that could be your offensive player or offensive rookie of the year. I mean, I wouldn't really rule that out. And he might be an all-rookie player for the Bengals if he were to be drafted by them. So those are some futures to the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's it for the Bengals. And next up is their division rivals, the Cleveland